Hello, thank you for joining us on Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. This is Sarah Garofalo, and this week I'm joined by Sharon Hart, the Director of Conservatory Operations and the Program Founder and Co-Facilitator of the WISH Project. Welcome to the show, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me. So for those of you who aren't aware of Sharon's extremely uh, amazing role here in all that you do, do you want to introduce yourselves to our audience? Sure. Um, my name is Sharon, and I am a theater educator and um, past actor and performer. Um, and now in my role, I run the conservatory. I do um, a lot of the curriculum for the drama classes. I do uh, payroll and um, some finance and budget stuff. Um and whatever else is needed. Um, and then I also serve uh, as the co-facilitator of the WISH project. So a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. Um, so how did you make your way to the Hanover Theater and Conservatory? Great question. <laughs> so like I said, I was an actor um, and performer for many years. Um, I spent some time in Los Angeles and Seattle, Washington, um, came back to Massachusetts and was out in Western Mass and Northampton, and then finally made my way to Boston. Um, and uh, just doing sort of lots of different little jobs and acting with um, various companies, uh, mostly with the Gold Dust Orphans, um, and eventually decided to, uh, you know, get health insurance. So I started working um, for Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. Um, which led me to uh, decide to go back to school and to pursue my master's degree in theater education um, and eventually ended up in Central Mass. And um, because of that Emerson College grad program connection, um, I knew Megan Montaner, who is the president of the Conservatory and Education Division, and uh, she let me know that they were opening a conservatory, and I jumped on board and was one of the first teachers at the conservatory. Very cool. You have a very, yeah. very cool story. Lots of history there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but today you're here to talk about the WISH Project, and uh, this will air on Friday, so if you're listening on the day it airs, there will be the first show tonight, July 14th at 7 p.m., and then there are two shows tomorrow, Saturday, July 15th at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. So Sharon, can you tell us a little bit about the WISH Project? Sure. So WISH, W-Y-S-H, stands for Worcester Youth Speak Honestly. Um, it was uh, designed to give young people in Worcester a platform to um, to think about, talk about, write about their experiences as young people living in Worcester, and then to create an original show um, and share those experiences with their community. It's uh, it is a great great project. Um, kids that have done it in the past um, have really uh, have talked about how impactful it has been on them. Um, number one, sort of just the the process, because there is a lot, um, a lot of process that goes into it. Um, but then also just the the power of of being able to share your voice and your unique experience um, with, you know, a couple hundred strangers. And then to have the experience of actually engaging in a conversation with those strangers um, about 
topics that are covered in the show or about personal experiences. Um, it's a pretty uh, holistic and um, uh, impactful experience for everyone who who comes to see the show and who participates in the program. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I think that the Wish Project is hands down one of my favorite shows to see. Um, I saw it last year and I will be attending this year. I think it's one of the most real things that we produce here. And um, I want to talk a little bit more about what the participants of the Wish Project get in addition to performing. Um, I mean, I see here that they get a scholarship. That is correct. Yeah. So although the performance is um, kind of the most time intensive part of the program, um, because they do spend about 100 hours between um, April and July um, creating the content and then rehearsing and performing the show. Um, the other sort of parts of the program are that they do uh, receive a scholarship to come and take classes at the conservatory in the fall, and that is a year scholarship. Um, um, we've had past participants be invited to join our youth acting company, which has been really exciting. Um, another component of the program is that we do meetups throughout the year. So um, because we are, you know, the Hanover Theater, we do lots of really cool, exciting shows. So we try to um, see at least two to three different performances throughout the year. And we usually meet up first and have pizza. We invite um, WISH alumni, so people that have done the program for the past couple years. Everybody's always invited back um, because we do kind of believe in um, continuing to foster those connections. Um, and a lot of those students have, you know, already gone off to college or are um, graduated, so have sort of taken that next step in their lives and think that it's a really powerful way for uh, the current WISH participants to be connected to, um, to, you know, to other Worcester people who, you know, had a similar experience having gone through Worcester Public Schools and growing up in the city, but have sort of taken that next step. So it fosters a nice little connection with um, people who are, you know, onto that next step, but are still really close in age to them. That's so special. And, you know, it makes it that much more um, fun to watch, to know that they have that community afterwards as well. Yeah. Um, because it's the Worcester Youth Speak Honestly project, um, it really is just kind of about hearing their voices, um, but of course they have lots of different stories to tell. So this year, um, it's really kind of about the teenage experience. So kind of thinking about um, where they came from, like their families and um, what sort of, you know, what their, the world was like before in, in terms of their family was like before they came in. Um, that leads us into sort of uh, a time, the time when they knew that they weren't a child anymore. Um, and then just kind of thinking about all the different things that impact them. So the things that they struggle with um, in terms of mental health, as well as the things that bring them solace. Um, so we have a dance piece that covers that. Um, it's also, we have a whole section um, on social justice. So the issues um, that they are passionate about and then how that's playing out in America and then also how that's playing out specifically in Worcester. Um, we do have uh, four different scenes that are um, that sort of deal with different 
personal stories on um, racism, homophobia, fat phobia, and misogyny slash objectification. Um, they also do sort of a group poem called The Parts of Me um, that's just all about the different parts of them, their, their bodies, their minds, their emotions, um, and sort of the things that they have in common and the ways that they're different. Um, and then we'll actually have a group um, song, some live singing that ends the show, which is really exciting because we've we've never had a, a group song before. So that's really amazing. And it it just warms my heart that um, the youth has this platform to sort of tell these stories and I don't know, take them seriously, because yeah. I think that that's something that not a lot of youth get. Absolutely. Um, and they, they say that as well. You know, we've had people make, you know, participants make comments that, you know, talking about difficult and potentially controversial subjects is not something that they feel like is okay to do in school since everybody has kind of very varied political beliefs. And they just have never really felt the support of most teachers um, in that realm. So to talk about things like being gay, being trans, trans healthcare, racism. It's definitely uh, an empowering experience. It validates the stuff that they might be thinking about talking about with their friends or in, online or in the basement of somebody's room. But being able to actually have that facilitated by theater artists um, like myself and my co-facilitator, Sahara Dixon. Um, we have a support counselor from Pathways for Change, Drexler Assassi. And this year, we actually are um, have added a new component to the show. We try to have them work with um, a mentor um, each year, somebody who's you know working professionally in some medium that's somehow connected to the show. This year, it's um, a local filmmaker named Angelique Webster, um, and she has been mentoring them on um, media arts and incorporating that into the show. So. Throughout the program um, and throughout the different topics, um, they have been submitting photos and videos that relate from week to week. And Angelique has been curating those into projections that will be shown throughout the performance. So it's been a really interesting um, addition to the program. And it was kind of an experiment. Um, it's been a neat a neat addition and I'm excited to see how it all plays out. Yeah, that's really incredible. This is a free event. You can uh, RSVP on our website, thehanovertheater.org. You can also uh, RSVP on the JMAC website since this will be taking place at the Brickbox Theater right around the corner. And so you can uh, fill out the form and reserve your seats and I also just want to give a shout out to the Worcester Arts Council, as well as the Mass Cultural Council and the uh, Greater Worcester Community Foundation um, for their support with this project. If anybody is interested in joining WISH Project next year, how can they, how can they learn more about that? Yeah, so um, if anybody listening is interested or know a young person that might be interested, um, there's no application process. Um, we pretty much take anybody who is willing to share their story and get up on stage in front of a bunch of strangers. Um, you don't have to have any prior drama or performance experience. In fact, we have a number of people who um, are making their 
uh, stage debut this weekend. Um, cause again, it really is more about the process and about, um, having, you know, the opportunity to stand up and, and tell your story. Um, people can email me. My name is Sharon and I'm Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N at HanoverTheater.org. Um, you can also search for me on the website if you can't remember that or just search for WISH, W-Y-S-H, and you should see my name associated with the project and my email address. Awesome. Well, Sharon, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, everyone else, I will see you later on Behind the Scenes. joining us on Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. My name is Sarah Garofalo, and today my guest is the Associate Director of A Christmas Carol and the Creative Consultant of the Marketing Team. I'm here with Annie Karens. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today, Sarah. Thank you for joining me. So I would like to give this opportunity to you to introduce yourself because you have a lot of roles here at the Hanover Theater. So uh, anybody who's ever come to A Christmas Carol has definitely seen Annie on stage as well as all of her work off stage. So can you just give the audience a little bit of an introduction to yourself? Um, thank you so much. I will try my best. Um, last year, our Assistant stage manager, um, Melissa Daroff for Christmas Carol, unofficially gave me the title the Sovereign of Christmas at the Hanover. Um, and I do, I feel that a bit. I'm a Worcester resident. I came to the Hanover Theater first as an actress and then uh, as a dance captain in A Christmas Carol. And now I have, I wear many hats in the show, um, but I'm also very passionate about uh, professional work in Worcester for artists. Um, and so I've started to be a little bit more of a consultant in that realm for the theater and for the marketing team. So I'm just, uh, yeah, really excited about a couple of projects that we have going on leading into our second annual Christmas in July event. Ooh. We are way too excited over here. It is going to be such a blast. Um, for those who did not attend last year, do you want to just give a little bit of a rundown of what Christmas in July is all about? Yeah. First of all, I just want to say that this is an event for anyone that likes to smile, have a good time, enjoy sing-alongs, um, and enjoy building community uh, with joyful people. <laughs> um, last year, uh, my husband and I, Steve Gagliastro, who is also an associate director of A Christmas Carol, um, in addition to being a faculty member at Worcester State University, he hosted the event with me last year and we are returning. We also play Mr. and Mrs. Fezziwig in A Christmas Carol together. Um, so last year, our invitations for the party read uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fezziwig cordially invite you to our Christmas in July party. Um, so we had such a fun time last year. We are back for more. Oh, yes. Last year was so much fun. So I'm 
I'm super looking forward to the event this year, and it's coming up very fast. And of course, it's on the 25th, so July 25th, and that'll start at 5 p.m. And this is a free event, so uh, everyone is welcome to come on down and uh, hang out on the plaza a little bit beforehand and then come on in for some festivities. Yeah, it's we're excited. Last year, there was not a plaza ready for partying yet, but this year, we're going to be ready to have some celebrating both inside and outside. Um, and this also means that whether there is rain or not, we will still be having the event because we have already lovely things planned for inside. Totally. Outside, there will be a Kona ice truck. So before you head into the theater, you can grab a little snack. You can grab a snow cone and there will also be some accordion music outside. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, Yeah, I'm really excited that for our outside entertainment portion, we have Tony DiRamo coming to play the accordion. He's going to be playing all winter and holiday-themed tunes. And while you're enjoying your shaved ice, I understand that the Kona ice truck has some really exciting flavors. I feel like you might have had some experience with those. I I do. I've seen the Kona ice truck many, many times, and I'm super excited to try some new flavors. Um, We were looking at the menu the other day. And there are some like unique flavors. We do, if you go to our website and you look at our event, you can click on a link that will lead you to all the wonderful flavors. Indeed, yeah. So if you go to our website, thehanovertheater.org, um, you will see our Christmas in July event show page. And it has all the details for the event, including, like Annie said, a link to the Kona Ice Truck uh, website. And you can you know, plan out what kind of uh, shaved ice you'll be having that day. And on that show page, you can also RSVP for the event. Um, Like we mentioned, it is a free event, but we are collecting RSVPs. um, So make sure to do that before you head on over to our Christmas in July event. But uh, I also want to talk to you about something super, super exciting. I'm sure you know what I'm about to say, but Annie has been brewing up something. Why don't you clue us into something that maybe some people will be able to buy that day? Yeah, something that you may be able to buy that day is uh, our very first Holidays at the Hanover Theater Volume 1 album. So this is a recording of holiday music, public domain music. So a lot of it's centered in the 1800s realm of writing, um, but some beautiful classical holiday Christmas tunes that we recorded at the theater. Um, And one thing I'm really excited about the album is that we really highlighted the Wurlitzer quite a bit, which is something really special to our organization. So we actually have three different organists who are featured on this album. Um, We have Dr. Jonathan Cleefield, Kurt Blumstrom, and Timothy Evans, who is also our music director for A Christmas Carol. So if you come and see A Christmas Carol this December, he is the organist that you will hear playing before and during the show. So we made an album and recorded uh, not just the organ, but that is such a great part of the album that I'm really proud of. So we will have 
CDs on sale and pre-sales for USBs that day. So you can get digital downloads if you wish, if that's your preference. Um, but I'm kind of old school. I have a CD player in my car. So I'm actually super pumped about having a CD to share with all of you at Christmas in July. So you will be the first folks ever to hear this live recording. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And we will be previewing the album uh, throughout the event. So if you hear some music that you absolutely love and have to have, then you can grab your CD that day. Um, yeah, we have some uh, conservatory members and some conservatory alum. We have some Wish alum and some Wish members, which is uh, a piece that's opening this weekend. We have Worcester Youth speak honestly happening dress rehearsals tonight and performances Friday and Saturday but I believe we have two uh, folks who are involved in those performances who are featured in, in our choir on the album so that is Alyssa Morales and Nadia Frempog um, I hope I'm pronouncing those both correctly uh, and we have wonderful Conservatory alums such as Liam Carmody. We also have um, active conservatory members like Arjun Warrior. Um, and you'll be able to read about all the performers on our website. There's a QR code that's right on our um, CD cover that you'll be able to uh, follow to hear more about all the wonderful people that came together. There's There's over 30 or so who are featured on the album, so I won't name them all at this moment. But I do want to say that the album is music directed by Steve Gagliastro, and it was mixed and mastered here by our sound engineer, Nick Joyce. This is such a labor of love, and and I'm so excited to get my hands on a copy. I have a CD player in my car, too, so um, <laughs> I'm excited. And like you said, it was uh, all recorded and mastered and mixed in-house, which I think is just an extra layer of how special this is and um, yeah, I'm just, I'm very proud of everyone involved. So congratulations. Thank you so much. And we will um, have several folks who were featured on the album who will be at our Christmas in July party. So we'll be not only playing a couple of pieces from the album, but we'll also be having some live performances um, and bringing some folks together. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm really looking forward to the event. I'm I'm really excited to preview this album and and showcase all the music that you guys have produced. And um, is there anything else about the event that you wanted to make sure everyone is aware about? Yeah. So I do want to mention that the indoor entertainment portion of Christmas in July, we will be having um, more of a cabaret style performance uh, with. Pamela Hines from WICN on piano uh, and Steve Gagliastro and myself will be there singing more of the contemporary pieces or the standard pieces that you're used to um, hearing such as, uh, of course, they're all escaping my brain right now, um, but you might hear some chestnuts roasting on an open fire, you might hear happy holidays. Um, and we have, again, several performers coming to join us um, and who are going to be sharing pieces. Maybe there'll be some Mariah Carey featured, No Promises. I also invited Santa, No Promises. But uh, we will also be having um, a, I believe we're having a mistletoe martini, um, both a mocktail version and an alcoholic version that we will be selling um, in the lobby of the theater. 
So yeah. Yes. That should is, be really fun. That's <laughs> correct. And we have a special treat for anybody who attends. There will be pre-sale access for three holiday shows that day. There will be The Nutcracker, A Christmas Carol, and Boston Pops tickets available for pre-sale access that day and that day only. So if you want to make sure you get the best seats for those holiday shows that everyone loves to attend, um, you will definitely want to make sure you attend this event and get those tickets ASAP. Before we wrap up, do you have any parting words or any last things you want to mention? Please dress up in your most festive outfit if you decide to attend our event, which I know you're going to. Um, (laughs) Please wear your fanciest Christmas hats, fancy socks, snow-themed anything that you would like. Um, Bring it because, gosh, there's nothing I love more than festive attire. And we did have a, a winner for best dressed last year so that could be you yeah there may or may not be a little prize for our winners so uh we hope to see you there and don't worry the ac will be on if you decide to wear your christmas sweater so you will be uh, nice and comfortable inside enjoying the festivities and who doesn't love an excuse to celebrate christmas five months early Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Well, once again, you can RSVP for that event on thehanovertheater.org. That's theater with an R-E. And Annie, thank you so much for joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Sarah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. We hope to see you soon. And we will see you next time on Behind the Scenes.